Hello, hello, lovebirds. Today, I'm going to be introducing you to a good friend of mine. He's going to be going by the name of Martin. And together, we'll be sharing a few stories of ours in regards to dating. <laughs> we'll be sharing the good, the bad, the funny, and all the above, per usual. And more specifically, in regards to online dating first dates. If you like what we are giving you, again, always follow our channel, give us a rating, subscribe to everything, Instagram, YouTube, all the above. Tell your friends, family, and followers so we can all be friends. And if you think that you have a great story to share, we would love to have you as a guest, or we would love to read your little love letter. So please write in. Everything will be listed in the show notes. Um, in today's episode, I'm a little under the weather. You might be able to hear it still, but a few times I am sucking on a cough drop. I'm super sorry, but hopefully the audio is still okay. Um, always looking for improvements on that and hopefully we'll get you some good episodes going further. But in that regards, I hope you guys enjoy episode two, single and stirring it up. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm first going to start out with my usual question. What is your status right now? I am single. Single? I didn't think about it for a second. <laughs> well... I was previously married, divorced, have kids, and single. Single. Are you trying to date nowadays? Yeah, I'm currently on an app. You're on an app, okay. You don't have to tell us, but you can if you want. Because I love yeah. when it's like Christian Mingle or... Um, the, the app is called Stir. So it's hard to find... Yeah, it's hard to find somebody that is... That is single with kids or... That wants a parent with kids. Is that and what that? Stir, yeah, stir. Uh, everybody on there pretty much has kids. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I should tell my friends about that. <laughs> if you have friends with kids. <laughs> friends with kids. I have dogs, so I don't have kids. But my friends with kids always are like, it's so hard to date. Yeah. Do you have much luck with that app? Yeah, actually, it's actually really well. I have luck as in meeting people, but the type of people you meet is a different story. Let's put it that way. What does that mean? Um, there's good. There's good. You've, I've, so I, what do they call it, a catfish? I've been catfished before from that app. Um, I've also met people from that app that don't disclose all their personal information. And you find out when you meet them. And I mean, then I'm talking to people that seem like they're pretty cool uh, right now, currently. So, but the girl I, that catfished you. Yeah, um, what a trip. Was it like completely different photos or was it just it old was, It was, so this is what she told me. The... The app, I got the video on the app, we talked over the phone, she seemed like a pretty cool person. We talked for uh, a couple of weeks, because I don't want to like, jump into something right away. Um, 
And all the pictures that she had posted on the app were done through a filter. That's what she told me. Uh, and to the point where it made her look skinny, and to the point where it changed the color of her face a little bit, to the point where it changed her hair color, like a complete filter. And so I thought it was the person I was talking to. And then when I actually showed up at a restaurant to go have dinner with her, I'm standing at the entrance of the restaurant calling her to see, because she said she was there. And she was. She was at the entrance of the restaurant, too. But I didn't recognize her from any of the pictures that I had seen. And so I was just in shock when I'm standing right next to her and talking to her on the phone. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And at that moment, I knew this is one of those catfish moments. <laughs> that was weird. It was did you really weird. on the spot, or did you just kind of go with it? Um, I, I had asked her, I'm like, wow, you know, you know I, I don't recognize you from your pictures. And she's like, oh, those are the new just filters. And so I thought, okay, well, let's just make the best of this dinner. But <laughs> I knew going into it, there wasn't going to come anything after that. No, you're yeah. familiar with filters, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Think it was filters, or did she just... Um, yeah, I don't know <laughs> what, what type of filters. I think if anything was filtered, it could have been younger pictures of her that were filtered. Uh, because, it, like I said, I couldn't recognize her from any of the pictures she had sent. So it was definitely... I mean, if she says it, then I'm going to take her word for it. I have no reason not to, but after seeing her, you definitely know you were catfished. Yeah. You are not the person that was in the picture. Filter or no filter. And it was it was awkward. I mean, we had a good conversation the whole time, but it was so awkward because I'm just looking at it like, wow, I can't believe it, you know? Like, next time I do this, I want to have, like, a, a Skype call or some sort of... Uh, video chat before I actually go out and meet with somebody. FaceTime? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Just want to see what you're wearing so I can match. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys but got that, a little bit. That dinner, okay, so that dinner, um, it actually was interesting. Um, we went to a sushi place, and we were talking, and I'm really good at talking. I could talk forever, but um, I was feeling kind of shocked and, and stuff was going through my mind like, well, you know, how do I let her know this is going to be, you know, easy. Uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, there's this, you know, guy at the front of the restaurant, like hollering over something. And I wasn't a hundred percent sure what he was hollering. I thought he was watching like, uh, one of the games. He was sitting at the bar. I thought he was watching one of the games on the TV. And so I'm like, oh, wow, something must be going on. So I'm kind of like looking over there to see. And come to find out, he was just yelling at a waitress. And so he had got up, and a bunch of the guys behind the counter that worked there escorted him out. And then the waitress that he was calling at, she came up and said something to him or gave him something. I don't know if it was like his, his bill or if it was his credit card. She gave him something, and he just turned around and hit her as hard as he could, and she fell, she knocked her out, and she fell to the floor. And I was like, oh my gosh, and we're just sitting there watching all of this. And uh, I was about to get up and do something to the guy, but three other guys got up, 
and they grabbed him and they took him out and people called the cops and, and I was just like, whoa, you know, like, this is crazy. So now everybody's a witness to this thing. And, uh, so it made for an interesting, an interesting first date, but definitely uh, a way to change the mood from <laughs> what I was experiencing as being catfished. You're like, first, you're not who you might remember seeing five minutes ago in the photo. Right. But I, I eventually, uh, I eventually uh, broke it off with her and I told her, I said, look, uh, maybe this isn't the right thing for me at the moment, um, but if it is, we'll keep in touch and we'll go from there. And she was like, okay, I think she could kind of tell uh, that it wasn't going to last or there wasn't going to be any contact after that. And I've never heard from her since. Hmm. So I think she thought was good. <laughs> but I just care to go back, you know. <laughs> I don't want to get knocked out. No, I don't want to. I don't want to meet her again. <laughs> <laughs> did she recommend the spot, or did she? She did. Yes, she oh. did. It was in her her city, uh, I believe, in Menifee. Dude, I hate that when you go on a date and you take somebody to your spot, your spot. Yeah. That ever happened where they you go back and you see them there? No. No, I don't think people in my spot unless it's like two or three dates in. That's happened to me. I had, um, I mean, I went on a couple dates with the guy, but he was a little cuckoo, a little cuckoo for me, and I kept trying to break it off. I kept trying, and then yeah. he'd be like, oh, let's hang out. That was just a one-off. Like, that was, I was angry or what have you. And uh, he lived near where I worked and I went to the gym there all the time. That was my gym. That was my spot. It's still like when I think about going back to the gym, I'm like that's the one that I would want to go to. Yeah. But uh, once we truly ended it, it was like, oh, I'm going to go to that gym all the time now. And I'm like, please don't. Like, you have one closer to your house. Please don't. And it was yeah. a battle of who owns that spot. And it's like, I don't even know you that well. And <laughs> I have to battle you. For my <laughs> That's crazy. Now, that has happened to me a couple of times with the gym. And I've ended up uh, going to other gyms. But I've had a 24-hour fitness pass for a while. And it, I'm lucky I can go to any gym, you know, around. So I just change the gyms up. And uh, oh. most of the time, people aren't going when I'm going. But I have run into people every once in a while. And it's kind of a shock, like, oh, you know, let's go away. I'm going to use this machine over here. See yeah. you later. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you ever, have you ever tried taking a girl to the gym? Yeah, of course. Um, actually, before I was married, uh, I was on a dating app, and um, we used to go to the gym all the time. Uh, I met a girl, we'd go to the gym all the time. And uh, it was crazy. We would do all kinds of things together. Uh, swim, we'd uh, do running, weightlifting, sauna room, all kinds of stuff. I would go multiple times throughout the week. Uh, and it was cool. Um, but that was, that was, you know, in Anaheim. And now, since I'm in a different city, I don't, I don't really go to that gym anymore. And I don't think she does either. But we're still friends. Like, I talk to her all the time still. She's cool people. We became friends. 
Uh, I think it was meant to be more of a dating type of thing. That's how I met her. And it never took off to a dating. It just became like friends. Yeah. And so we've always just kind of been friends. And we talk about it once in a while, like, hey, why didn't anything happen? <laughs> and, and I don't know, you know, it's just, it's weird. Yeah. I think I learned a lesson with that. I tried that uh, maybe like three times, we'll say. Yeah. Uh, but I did, one guy that he was very like, I need to get pumped. So he would always ask me to join him. <clears throat> and uh, he would would meet me at my gym. He'd take me to his apartment gym. Like, and it was fun. It was like, I have a free personal coach right here. And somebody that's, like, really eager to go even further than I was, like, going. I was just going to the gym to just keep at it. Yeah. And, uh, but we never did anything outside of the gym for the longest time that I was like, uh, I don't really actually like this guy. We'd go to the gym, go to In-N-Out. Go to the gym, go get sushi or whatever. But that was it. And just trying to carry a conversation, like, at, we weren't working out, it was like, well, what what do we actually have in common, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so, it was probably around the time that I met you, but I went to Halloween things all the time, and I took him to the 17th door. Did you ever do that one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was scary. So, it was like the second year, or what have you, that they did it. Right. I don't know if you remember, but you walk into that first room where it's pretty much it's a pedophile. Yeah. No, I remember that. There's a couch and then there's a TV, but the TV's playing a video of you on the couch, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And the creeper old man mask like guy comes over and he like situates you on the couch and he puts bonnets on your head and I mean, he's doing all this stuff to him, but he was acting like he was chloroforming me. And I'm like, holy cow, we are in a pedophile room. This is fucking creepy. Yeah. And that's yeah. what the 17th door is all about, is to hit those little nerves. But um, I remember the little monster guy titty twisted him and put him on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like so scared he was going to knock the guy out. And... Uh, Afterwards, I, that's the main room that I remember. That's the only room I remember. It was traumatic. And then we went to in and out like, across the street from there. And he was like, I can't believe you like this stuff. And I was like, what? This is, like, my jam. Like, I love Halloween time. Yeah. And uh, I kind of knew, and I, I tried to break it off, and he would, um, he would Snapchat me crying, like, crying videos. That's weird. Now he's listening. Now he's listening to your podcast. He's thinking, "Oh my gosh, she's telling everybody this." <laughs> you know, it's weird though when you you try to date somebody in hopes of having a relationship, and they just turn out to be a really good friend. You yeah, know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's like that for a lot of people, but for me, it is. And, well, and I end up coming out with, like, really good friends and nothing ever happens. And, and I'm cool. I'm happy. You know, I made another friend. Yeah. Have you ever done speed dating? No. I'm not even sure what that is. That's where you, like, 
you go to an event, and there's, like, 15 women, 15 men, and you get paired off, and you have, like, eight minutes to talk to each other. And then they rotate you. Wow. What do they do that at? All over. They do it in L.A., Orange County, but wherever you're listening, they probably do it where you're at, too. But they do it all over, and um, it's pretty fun because you get to sit down with people that you would never, ever sit down with, right? You're like, yeah. is not my type physically or visually or what have you. And But you have to make the best of it in that moment and make conversation and such. And um, otherwise, you're just going to be sitting there awkwardly like, oh, okay, what's your name again? You know, so, <laughs> but afterwards... I'll have to look yeah, afterwards you, like, rate who you actually liked, if you would want to get in contact with them. Right. And if they rate you back that they wanted to get in contact with you, they share phone numbers so you guys can plan dates in the future and such. Interesting. It's pretty Have fun. Have you done that? You've done that I before, did, I think. I did it once. And um, I did it in L.A. with a friend that... Um, is in the closet. Not a lot of people know. So I won't go too much. But he did it for fun to join me. Yeah. He doesn't really like girls. But he, he came anyways. As a support. And tried to do the best of it. Yeah. And uh, I had fun. I sat down with people that like. I never ever would have been like. Oh let's have a conversation. And we bonded over things that, like, really, truly interested me, like, snorkeling. I was going snorkeling every week back then. Oh. And I made, met some guy that, was, like, just came from Africa about a year and a half ago, and he's like, oh, yeah, I've snorkeled all these places. And it was just kind of like, wow, you, you have something in common with everybody, if you think about it. It's just finding yeah. the true interest in them that you want to talk about and bond over, and if you can make more of it. But... Now, have you ever done spear fishing? I know this is probably getting way off the topic, but I've done snorkeling out towards Lake Catalina, and we would go spear fishing, and that's just amazing. Spear fish. I've seen people doing it, but I haven't done it. Yeah, spear fishing. It's amazing, and of course, we eat the fish. It's not like we're um, killing them and, and leaving them to die out there. We we eat them, uh, but yeah, that's a it's definitely uh, an exercise. Uh, but yeah. it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, if you do it right, there's a reward afterwards, but, yeah, <laughs> fishing. Yeah, no, that we've, we've gone lobster cage diving type thing, not diving, but pulling them up. Yeah. And we did a triple date one time to do that in Catalina. And then where I used to snorkel all the time, there was always people that would spearfish, but <clears throat> it, uh. I don't know how to dive. I only know how to float on the top of the surface. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that, that might be better in, in some cases. <laughs> <laughs> some people don't know how to float. So. But, like, I guess the, the sharks like to get you more if you're just floating on the top, splashing around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they see, you know, like a big bobber going fast. So. But I've never, I've never uh, done the whole lobster pulling that up. That's interesting. I know Catalina has a, a lobster that's specifically for them. I think it's called the spiny tail 
lobster and it's like very spiky all over the legs, all over the, the body. And uh, I've had it because they serve it, they serve it out there. Um, but I didn't really like it. I wasn't, I wasn't too fond of that one. I'm not thinking, wait, that's, that's a crab. I'm thinking of a crab, not a lobster. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like a big spider under the water, uh, but the legs are all spiky and everything. Yeah, that's a crab. I'm not a big fan of Catalina in general, but that was a fun trip that we did. We, I went with um, one of my exes. We went to Catalina one time. It was like a, I don't even know why we went. Fun trip. Maybe it was a wedding. I don't even know. <laughs> and we booked this hotel. And hotels out there are like 400 bucks a night. Yeah. Easy. Easy. And it's the smallest little room with a table fan and computer screen TV and rinky-dink restroom. It's like... Yeah, I've done that. I know exactly what you're talking about. I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, how many nights are we staying here? So we get there, we taxi into the hotel, we put our stuff down, and he goes, oh, do you want to go check out the casino? And I go, yeah, sure, we can go do that. Like, Casino that's not really a casino? (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking gambling. I'm thinking we... We get over there and it's all locked. You can't even get inside. Like yeah. there, and they said that there was movies. I think like Batman had just came out at that time. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe we'll come back and see Batman or something. And uh, so then we went and rented a golf cart. And yeah. I remember as a kid, you could golf cart that whole freaking island, and there was no no trespassing signs anywhere. You could go. Yeah. On the highway, you could go off-roading. You could do whatever you wanted on those little golf carts. Yeah, that's true. We rented it, and they give you a map, and uh, they tell you you can go, like, up near the Whaley House, the zoo, the Botanical Garden stuff. And so we're heading out that way, and everything says no trespassing. You can't take the Uh golf cart. No golf carts. And so we get up to the zoo, and the zoo completely empty it's just a bunch of broken cages now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so we're walking around and he's like are there any animals here i'm like i i don't know like there used to be when i was a kid there was a bunch monkey wow. stuff and uh we get back to the botanical gardens and they closed they closed at like two or something i forget what it was and so we couldn't even go in there so we keep driving we get to where the whaley house is supposed to be I couldn't see anything. I don't know if we just were looking in the wrong direction, but we couldn't see anything. Oh. So, it was a couple years ago. It was when Batman came out. The first Batman. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, we get back to the golf cart thing, and the guy goes, oh, did you guys have a good time? And I was like, no, everything was closed, and you can't go anywhere. And he had uh, our deposit. So you get $40 back or something like that when you bring the golf cart back. Yeah. So he threw the money at me and goes, well, maybe next time you can walk. And I was like, wow, all right, like, sir, why don't you just tell people in advance that things close and the zoo's empty? Like, you won't make any money, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. At least they're, they're aware of it before they start. You know, I feel like Catalina, you can see a lot of stuff in one day. And the stuff that you see, that's it. You're done. You've like seen yep. the whole city. Yep. So it kind of sucks. I do remember spending the night there. 
uh, this is this is when I was married, and um, there wasn't anything for us to do either. We went to uh, what is it, a zipline tour, which was probably the coolest thing I think I've ever done in Catalina. And I did a zipline tour that was really cool. Um, and we, we've done all the tours. We've done a ghost walking tour at night, and we had those little ghost meetings. We've done uh, tours and stuff inside of their their Wrigley's, like their little baseball area, and we listened to the stories behind that. Uh, we've kayaked. We've done a lot of stuff over there. But I mean, oh, we've done uh, mountain biking. That was really cool. They drive you all the way to the top with the mountain bikes, and then they let you ride down. And we're going down a dirt road at like 60 miles an hour or faster. And I was scared of, you know, the people around me because I'm like, oh, I can control the bike and do this. And it's very bumpy and, you know, rickety going down. But the people around me, I thought they were going to eat it big time because they can't control the bike, you know. That's why I imagine being. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely, that was definitely a, a scary one. But yeah, in one day you can see the whole thing. You yeah. all the food, buffalo, wild buffalo hamburgers and stuff. My favorite is the buck buffalo milk um, cocktail they make. That's, that's bomb. I've never had that. I've never even heard of that. It's got like bananas and chocolate and Kahlua and I don't know. Magic. Yeah. Magic. <laughs> To, if I ever go back out there, you're gonna have to try that out. Yeah. All right. So, wildest date? Where? When have you gone on a wild date where you're like? Uh, that's a good one because I think a lot of them. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> wild as in, and as in like what? Like, like as in crazy. Like, I've been to Washington and been on a date, and it was like, what the hell, but... Okay, so I've I lived out in California, Southern California. I travel a lot, but I've never taken somebody on a date out of state. Um, and I've never been on a date out of state. Now, I have been to some amusement parks and been, like, completely drunk or completely high, and those are wild. <laughs> um, you go to like uh, amusement park and and you go high and it makes a three hour line go so quick it's amazing and you go to the group of guys uh, or you go on a date which I've done and that's crazy um, I do remember I mean I don't want to I don't want to disclose too much but I do remember going to an amusement park and it was a date and the both of us were high and we went into this, uh, this ride. And I don't know how, is this like a family, is this a family podcast? <laughs> it's a family podcast. Keep it PG. No. Okay, so, uh, anyways, we went into this ride, and the ride broke down. And we were kind of like stuck in the dark for a while. And she's like, hey, do you want this? And I'm like, right now? We're in the ride. And, uh, She's like, yeah, and I said, okay. Ambrose. Do it first. And so we ended up like doing something on the ride. And that was crazy. You that know, but scary scary for me because um, as you know, I work at one of those places. And so, you know, it could possibly use my job. <laughs> right. 
But we won't go any further with that one. <laughs> they have cameras. You better be careful. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a while ago, and nothing's ever happened. Um, but no, that, that was probably one of my wildest. Uh, but that girlfriend was crazy, though. She was, she was very uh, energetic, and she just wanted to do uh, fun stuff wherever we went. And that's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> so whether it would be on, on the drive to a place or at a place or shopping, I was like, oh my gosh. So she was definitely a fun one. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I, I would definitely, well, no, I wouldn't say young. I'm 36 and she was about 34, 35. Um, so not necessarily young, but little. She was very little, like 5'1". So she could do that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I think one of the one of the more crazy dates that I had met uh, a person from the app, and she ended up having and and she's gonna know if she ever hears this podcast, she's gonna know she had five kids, and I was in shock. I had no clue she had five kids, and so when I met her for the first time, uh, it was actually a dinner date, and she was very pretty, and. We started talking about our kids, and then I'm like, wait, how many do you have? Because she had named a bunch of names, and she's like, five of them, and I'm thinking in my mind, this is going to be like a baby bunch type of thing. I don't know if I can handle that, you know, and then once I actually met her kids, those kids were crazy, absolutely crazy, and they span from three months old to 12 years old, so yeah, I don't think I could handle that. How many dates did you guys go on? Um, we went, I would say we went on maybe four dates. There was one dinner date that we did separately. There was one where we all went to an amusement park. I actually ended up getting a pass uh, to an amusement park because they got passes. And I'm like, oh, maybe I can do this. Uh, and got a pass to an amusement park. And, and we would go during the summer the amusement park, uh, and I would go with the kids, and that was maybe two or three times. And then I went on another date with her. It was like a, a bunch of couples, and they were all her friends, and she's like, hey, you want to go? And it was a comedy club. Um, and so it was in Fullerton, and uh, we went to dinner, we had some drinks, and we went to the actual club, and I didn't find the club, the, the people that were talking, they weren't funny at all. And so I was trying to order more drinks because I'm like, I need more drinks. The company was great. Um, but I don't know, the, the jokes were terrible. And I was like, who are these people again? Because this is ridiculous, you know. So, but the date was, the date was good. Uh, all the dates were good. I think the only thing that messed it up for me was her kids. Her kids were crazy, and I just couldn't see having... I have two of my own, so I couldn't see having another five. I just said, I told her, I don't think it's going to work. And they were, were they all like same dad or was it? Same dad, yeah, they all had the same dad. That's kind of good because at least it's yeah, more. definitely. Well, and I had asked that question right off the bat and she took offense to it. Like, ew, what do you think? I'm sort of kind of a you know, person that sleeps around people. And like, well, you're on an app. I don't know. Well, no, it's just easier. It's a legit, legit question. 
something that you're able like to do it when maybe he has the kids or what have you, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with people having multiple dads. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, but if you have like five different dads, that's a little weird though. <laughs> you're just trying to get your genes out there. Make sure yeah. you're. Yeah, there's um, there's one I'm talking to now, and currently, actually, there's two, um, and one of them is we're out in Pasadena, and so it's a bit of a drive. So when I talk to him, I kind of look at you know the possibilities of okay, is this gonna work, like actually work, or is it just gonna be like a friendship type of thing and it's not gonna work? Uh, the one in Pasadena, great person, but for me, that's a long drive. You know, I'm in Riverside County, and to drive all the way to Pasadena, is, it, it doesn't work. Um, but I was a great person, and we're talking, and I mean, if they relocate, then it's a different thing. I, I don't think I'm going to relocate. Um, and then there's another one that I had just currently met, uh, and we're talking, and she's in uh, San Bernardino, so that's, that's not too far from me. Uh, but I haven't met her. The one in Pasadena I have met. And we went on a date, and and she seems pretty cool, uh, very nice. She has three boys, and she's a down the down the earth person. Uh, she's an attorney, so she has a great job. Um, but like I said, it's just the drive. You know, you have to look at the practicalities of of actually finding somebody that you can keep and and stay with for a long time. And that's one of those things is that drive would be terrible. Yeah. You know, like how much are we going to see each other? How much are you actually going to go out? How much are you going to... Because you can only do so much talking on the phone. And that goes nowhere sometimes. Dies off after a while. No, like, I took a uh, relationship and communication class when I was going to college. And there's, like, a few things that cause us to create better relationships or be able to communicate with people better and one of the main ones is proximity and how you grow up next to like I I worked with this one guy and I he was very shy for like the longest time I worked with him freaking I was at that company for 10 years but um the first like year and a half working with him he barely talked to me and then after a while, he started opening up, and he was all into DMX, and just all this stuff that I had grown up with, and yeah. older than me, but when it came to find out, we actually, like, lived two, three blocks away from each other when we were growing up, and I was like, dude, that's why we have, like, so much in common, and we became, like, really, really good friends at work, and uh, it just... Even though we didn't grow up same age or the same, like, era or anything like that, we just had all these similarities because of our area of where we grew up, like, um, talking about the gangs and stuff like that we grew up next yeah. to, going to Knott's Berry Farm or things like that. It was just kind of funny that it's it's where you live, and then they talk about with relationships lasting, like... It's all about your financials and your hobbies, like whether you drink or not. And um, there's so much to consider when you're trying to find somebody that you think it can work with. And That's definitely true. 
That's not true. <laughs> I think um, on on the app, my profile, uh, I state that I'm a social drinker, and one of the questions I always ask people is, are they vegetarian? Because it's extremely hard. That was a crazy date. It's extremely hard to go out with somebody knowing that I'm going to order something that has some sort of meat, and they want to eat vegetables. So before I was married, I dated an Indian girl, and she was the most prettiest girl ever. And we went on one date. Um, I forget it. I didn't meet her on the app. I met her through a friend. And we went on a date. And we went to Cheesecake Factory. And I ordered something with meat. And I asked her, what are you going to get? And she's like, I don't know. She was confused. But Cheesecake Factory, they have like a book for a menu. Yeah. So you can sit there and look at it for 20 minutes and still not know what you want to get. Um, but I ended up, you know, getting something with meat, and then she ordered something that was, like, complete vegetables, and I'm like, did you have steak or something? And that's when I found out she was vegetarian. And I felt so bad. I'm like, do you want me to change my order? And she's like, no. And, I mean, I would have loved to still be friends with her, but I I don't know. I just, it's one of those things where uh, I don't think she was feeling me as much. And so we, we didn't become friends or anything after that. Uh, but that one date, and I think it messed it up, and I said, I said from then on, I got, that's one of the questions I got asking is, hey, do you eat meat? You know, and, and when you say that now, it sounds bad because it's like, wait a minute, that's not what I mean. Um, but my, my mom and my sister uh, since then have become vegetarian, so I've learned to kind of cope with it. Uh, but I, I still don't think I could date somebody that doesn't eat meat or is not like a social drinker because I do like to have a drink every once in a while. I have so much, I mean, this sounds bad, uh, but I have so much alcohol at home, but I like to cook and I like to pair the, the drinks with different foods. So it's not like I'm an alcoholic, but um, I would say a social drinker when people come over. Well, adult. Yeah, yeah, they call it adulting. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, I definitely get that because I was keto for a long time before I met my current boyfriend and I was kind of like lost such, so much weight. I was like in perfect form when I met him and then um, he's a very, drinks two drinks a night for dinner and always go out and share plates. And I don't mind that. I love sharing plates because you get to try everything. Yeah. But I completely, I don't, every day I think about, like, oh, I got to go back to keto. That would be, that would just help me out health-wise, things like that. And it's just too complicated because your partner doesn't, you know. And that's, yeah, yeah. And I think he even used to be vegetarian at one point. And I'm like, but I don't think he'd ever go back. The steaks and fish and things like that is too good. Yeah. Any other fun dates you want to talk about? Um, I, I think that's about it. I think that's about it. I think the one thing I like the most is, is being able to come out with a really good friendship, uh, whether, whether you're in a relationship with the person or not. A really good friendship is awesome. So I think even those dating apps, I know people on the other side of the app, they're, they're looking for one thing. Uh, but for me, I think it, it starts out with the friendship first, and then you build from that. 
and uh, some build into relationships and some build into just really good friendships. Like um, art. Yeah, like that. That's exactly right. That's how I met you. You know, we went to, uh, what was it? It was Universal Studios, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I it just became a good friendship. Now that you mentioned that you like to get high, I think you were too high that I don't. No, I, I, this is, this is recently. <laughs> I, so I would say within the last maybe, I want to say year, I started, I started looking into like weed and, and stuff like that. But before then, I was never, you know, I was Mr. Goody Two Shoes. Um, mm. My neighbors introduced me to it. Uh, I have great neighbors, and we all kind of hang out and. Uh, at, you know, each other's houses and have drinks and talk and they have kids and sometimes people just need to get away and come have a drink, so. But uh, one of the wives actually introduced me to, like, a gummy, I think it was at first. And it didn't do anything for me. And so I had to take, like, three of them. But hers were, I think, five milligrams of whatever. And uh, I ended up going to one of the dispensaries and getting some that were 10 milligrams. And I took two. And I was like, yeah, this is amazing. And so, and then I uh, slowly kind of introduced uh, smoking different things. And, uh, but I'm not a big, a big one for the smoking. Like if I'm with company, then I'll do it. But if not, then I'm not, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to do this and just feel good. You know, because I still have kids. I still have to uh, run a regular adult life. Sometimes when it's just me and, and maybe a couple of friends or a couple of neighbors, and or if I go to an amusement park, oh, for sure, amusement park. There's no, I won't go without getting high. It's just, it's so much better, and everything's so funny, and everything you can just come up with so many different jokes. It's just a different world. I don't, I don't function well, so I don't smoke. Really? I don't smoke. I don't. I've dabbled, but I don't do well on it. So. Um, when I was younger, um, of course it was introduced to me, but even with my first job, I, I attempted to smoke and this was when it was illegal. So we won't talk about it too much cause I don't want to get arrested still, but yeah. um, <laughs> just kidding. But, uh, I wouldn't wake up for work on time. I would oversleep and I would just not function well. And so I stopped. So, you know, the... So with, uh, like, weed, there's different strains, and he probably got you, there's, like, a sativa, there's an indica, there's a hybrid, and the different ones do different things to your mind and your body, and he probably got you one that relaxed you, or at least that's the effect that it had on you, but, I mean, you can get one that you think is going to make you wild and crazy and uh, all energetic, and it could have the complete opposite, because I guess everybody's body is different, it reacts different to it. Yeah, so, I've never been any of those strains. I've never, I've always been either sleepy or just not responsive. Yeah. <laughs> I well, mean, if, I, you ever, if you ever want to try a gummy, I have one that should get you, get <laughs> you there. But do it when your boyfriend's around and he can watch you, so you at least you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't. I, I went to a, I went to a concert. Um, one of the ladies I worked with, um, her husband, her her husband, and somebody else were supposed to go to a Kid Rock concert. And I guess Kid Rock, this was his final tour. 
and it was in uh, San Bernardino. Um, and she's like, hey, my friend dropped out. Do you know anybody that wants to go to a Kid Rock concert? And I'm like, well, take me. And she's like, do you listen to Kid Rock? I'm like, well, I've heard a couple of his songs. I know who he is. And, uh, you know, long story short, I ended up going. Um, and I didn't know what I was in for. Uh, once we got to the parking lot, everybody was either high or drunk, like smoking. And, and she's like, oh, we're going to go uh, join one of these uh, what do they call them when you go to like the parking lot parties or whatever? Uh, she's like, we're just going to go tugging. We're going to go to one of these tugging parties. I'm like, we don't know the people. And she's like, hold on. We got we to gotta either get high or we got to get drunk right now so we can go enjoy our time. And I'm like, what do you got? And she pulls out, I kid you not, she pulls out mushrooms. And I'm like, no, she did them. I'm like, look, I'll drive you home. And so she did them. And I had a couple of drinks. And I one of the best times ever we went to a rock concert and we must have did like four different tugging parties. We just went from one to another to another. We had no clue who these people were. And then we were standing in line to actually get into the venue. And the cops pull up and the one guy's like, hey, you want a beer? And the cop's like, uh, well, what do you have? And he pulled out like a Bud Light or a Budweiser or something. And he's like, nah, I don't drink that. That's like piss water. And the other guy's like, well, I have something better over here. And he goes over there, and they had like, I don't know if it was like a Mexican beer or something. And the cop drank it. And I was like, is it a real cop? Because he's drinking a beer. And, you know, it's a kid rock concert, so I don't know. But, uh, yeah, one of the most amazing, but I've never seen, like, drugs like mushrooms or heroin or, you see, I've never seen anything. And so for this lady to pull out, a mushroom and be like, we're going to do this. And I'm like, dude, and she's old school. And she was like, come on. And I'm like, nah, no, 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 I'm good. Cause I don't know what it's going to do to me. And somebody had to get us home. So, but she seemed like she was cool. She had a good time. I had a good time. And uh, her husband, he was just chill the whole time. Like, I think he was drunk and high, but chill the whole time. But yeah, definitely a kid rock concert. If you ever go to one of those, I don't know, the party is actually in the parking lot. Now I'm wondering why my mom's been going to so many Kid Rock concerts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuff you never know. The stuff that happens at a Kid Rock concert stays at a Kid Rock concert, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so you said that you always ask if they're vegetarian. Do you ever ask if they smoke to make sure that they're going to be compatible on that level? Uh, I do. Uh, I'm not. I'm not into smokers. Um, so well, if they smoke like regular cigarettes and stuff and stuff uh, like that. Well, if they smoke like like maybe marijuana every once in a while, I, I'm not gonna like knock them for that. But I don't think I could be around somebody that smokes cigarettes all the time because that's that's kind of I don't know. It's just one of those things that I can't stand. Yeah. So that's a definite question. Like, are you a smoker? Um, and usually their profile will say something like, oh, I don't smoke or whatever. Would you, would you date a pothead? <laughs> I don't think so. No? Think so. Only because I think my dates, I'm, I'm looking for a friendship. I'm looking for somebody to be, uh, you know, a possible relationship. Um, well, I have a, pot, a pothead that lives next door to me. Uh, but it's a dude. <laughs> yeah, he's a dude. And, uh, 
what a trip, man. I mean, all the neighbors call him the tweaker, uh, but what a trip. That guy is crazy. Uh, but he's respectful, you know, he keeps to himself, so nobody bothers him. Um, but no, I don't think I would date somebody that's like too into that stuff. You know, like occasionally or for, you know, social and bring it out. That's, that's about my limit. Yeah. You know, responsible with it. Interesting. Yeah. I, I say, I say responsible with it and then I'm going to amusement park all. <laughs> yeah. Capitated. <laughs> yeah. It just makes for the time to go by better though. It's just, it's a different experience. I, uh, have you blacked out at a... Never. Never? Never. And I remember there was, well, so there was one time that I was first experiencing it. The neighbors had given me something like, take more, take more. And I'm like, it's not hitting. I don't know. It's not working. And then uh, it was like maybe 2.30 in the morning. And I'm like, I better go home. And so when I got home and uh, I was getting ready to lay down, it had hit. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And I was just spinning, and I was just like, I would close my eyes, and it felt like the world was spinning around me. And I was tired, you know, two days in the morning, so I'm going to sleep. So I don't, I wouldn't consider it blacked out. I would just be considered almost tired. But yeah. I, I would have rather experienced that while I was, you know, awake, and, and I could enjoy it with somebody. But, yeah, never blacked out. But I've never blacked out drinking either. I uh... My friends used to really be into military men, and we used to drive down to Camp Pendleton all the time, and I would just go because I could get wasted, and they would they would drive. Yeah. And uh, I remember I met a really nice guy. He was one of the people that checked your IDs and whatnot at the front. Mm-hmm. And uh, we always had to go through that area, and he was always working that same shift that when my friends wanted to go and so I started bringing him like dinner when we would go because I, I would call my friends I think they call them military rats or whatever I, I would say at that time they were they were doing that and yeah. for me, it was like well what am I going to do with my time I'm not I'm not hooking up with these military guys is gross things like that so I uh, would just go hang out in the little um, check zone with this guy and <clears throat> bring him dinner every now and then and got his number and he asked me can I take you on like a proper date and I was like yeah for sure and Halloween time um we ended up going to not scary farm but as a whole group so I totally screwed him over on that date I never gave him a chance at a proper date yeah he went and it was uh it was a couple of four. So there was four couples, including him. We met up at my dad's house, and we were drinking all kinds of things. I think they were drinking that one beer with the red bike on it. Flat okay. tire. Yeah. Was, and I, so. I w- was all into um, chugging steel reserve at the time. That was wow. my That was my jam back then. And and Alize, Alize was my favorite too. So I was chugging steel reserves, pre gaming at my dad's house before we go, and then we had some Alize that we mixed with Gatorade for the road. 
and we drive over. My dad didn't live too far at that time, maybe like 20 minutes or so. And so we're drinking Alizé on the way there. We get there, all the girls have to pee, and they got to park yeah. the two cars. So all the girls have to pee, we have to get out. And <clears throat> I remember my date, Russ, he gets out too, and he's like, I have to pee too, I'll just go with you guys so I don't get lost. And they found a restroom. I don't remember finding a restroom. I remember standing in the line for the tickets and stuff yeah. and talking to someone else about what alcohol they were sneaking in and we shared. And so I don't know what else I drank. And I chugged whatever flask they had and then I still had my Alizé and I like everybody shows back up, my friends and Russ and um, they're like, yeah, the restroom's over there to the right or what have you. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I head off and this is where I black out. I don't remember much. Wow. And they said, I kind of remember it, but I kind of like, I hope I didn't really do this, but they said I came back and I was bragging about peeing in the bushes. So <laughs> in front of Knott's Berry Farm, there's that like chicken restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. There's benches all around the outside, and there's, like, a grass patch that kind of goes up against the restaurant. Yeah. I think I peed up there, like, because they said there was, that I was bragging that there was people sitting on benches in front of me that didn't know I was peeing behind them. Wow. And then we went inside, and I asked my friends, like, the next day, like, was I okay? Like, through security check? How did I make it through security check? She's like, oh, yeah, you were fine. You put your arms up okay. Like, normal, nothing. And That's crazy. We went to the first two mazes that are over by Ghost Rider on the left. Uh-huh. And she said that, and I remember masks. Like, I remember the scary faces, like, in my face trying to mess with me. That's all yeah. I remember. She said, yeah, you kept just pointing at me and telling them to scare me the whole time we went through the maze. Like, scared <laughs> And so we get to the second maze, and it had gotten hot, and it was all foggy, and I started not feeling well. And I was like, dude, I got to puke, I got to puke. And so we're pushing through all the traffic in the maze, trying to get to the end of it. Yeah. And we end up in the restroom. And I was in the restroom for, she said, an hour puking in the toilet. And I fell asleep on the toilet. And, uh. and Russ is just outside, just holding my purse like a gentleman, waiting for me to come out. And they had to shut down the restroom. And oh, my gosh. Evacuate me. <laughs> and take me to the little first aid booth. And I guess I kept saying, I don't want to go to the emergency room because I get sick often and I end up in the ER, but yeah. for something different, it's not for just being drunk and cute. <laughs> so they're like, why does she keep saying that? Does she have allergies or like they're freaking out? My friend's like, no, she just has a blood disorder. She gets sick often, da, da, da. So they're like, well, we have to kick you guys out. Like, we have to remove you guys. You guys have to go home and handle this. Yeah. So they made me walk with my puke trash bag. Oh, my gosh. In front of the park, out the exit. <clears throat> and my friends, like, 
the other couples, the other two couples went and had fun, but my friend that we had drove with and Ross are just following behind me, like, we're not with her. <laughs> and I woke up, and I didn't remember any of this, so I was like, oh, today's, today's the day we go to Not Scary Farm. And I look down, and he's on the ground sleeping there, and I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, we go to Not Scary Farm today. He goes, we already went. And I'm like, what? Dang. He's like, yeah, maybe we should go to breakfast and talk about it. And so <laughs> he still, after I found out what I had done, I was too embarrassed to talk to him again. But he still tried to like reach out and. Uh, yeah, he sounds like a pretty good guy. If he's gonna wait there an hour for you in the bathroom. <laughs> wow. Oh, so. And it sounds like he tried to keep you safe. He tried. I got still got booted, you know, but. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. dang, that's a good time for you. Jeez. Uh, yeah, was, I haven't experienced that yet. I don't remember, like, I wish I remembered more than I wish we would have done more, but at the same time, like, it's a pretty good story for passing out on the toilet, not scared yeah. far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a line of people probably waiting to get in. Right? They're like, who's in this one? And my feet are just dangling out. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't recommend it now with everything, like COVID yeah. and what. Don't fall asleep on those toilets. Well, and I don't know, like, is it, how, how easy is it to sneak alcohol into, like, not very far? Because they don't let you, well, it's very far, especially, because they don't let you take water or anything in there, do they? I don't think so. I think if you claim ADA, they probably would nowadays, but uh, uh-huh. that, that wasn't... I mean, I don't know how I snuck it in. I think I probably chugged it all. Is the yeah. problem. That's why I blacked out. Because <laughs> you, can, you can still... Like, you can go into not very far just on a regular day and take, you know, bottles of water and just switch the water for alcohol. That's not a problem. You can do that with almost any amusement park. But I think Scary Farm, they have different uh, restrictions. Yeah. But now they sell alcohol there, which is kind of nice. Oh, yeah. That's good. Remember when they used to not let you because of the fights and stuff? Yeah. Well, now they're starting to do that at Disneyland, too. You go to that uh, California Adventure, you can get alcohol. Yeah. And I think you can get it over in... uh, that's Star Wars land right there. That's good. Disneyland But it's not like you can, yeah, but it's not like you can walk around with it. You have to drink it. In California Adventure, you can walk around with it. In Disneyland, you have to drink it in their little, wherever they sell it, you have to drink it right there and then be done. There's like you actually bar make reservations or something, huh? You know what, though? The reservations, you walk up to the front, and they're like, oh, you have a reservation? And you're like, no. And they said, no, you can just put your place in line on the app. And it will tell you, oh, return in 10 minutes or return in 20 minutes, depending on how busy it is. So you don't need, like, reservations a week out or anything. You just make it right when you walk up. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, do you have any advice for the women out there? Or the men? Um, I think for the men... Uh, for me, if, if I was to give advice to a man, I think it's harder for me to date a girl because men have messed it up so much 
to where we're only looking for a good night. Um, and there's still good guys out there that are, you know, trying to actually have a friendship and a relationship. So I think for the men, um, try to be respectful to the women. Uh, try, try to, you know, I mean, if that's what they're looking for, I, I feel like maybe most of the guys nowadays, they just want one thing. And so it hurts guys like me. Uh, but for the women, uh, I would I would definitely say uh, post your your most recent pictures <laughs> um, because that that could get a little scary and uh, just be honest to the guys and what you're looking for because I mean ultimately you want to have a relationship ultimately you want to have a friendship you want to you know connect and it's hard to if uh, the person's lying on the other side so I guess for guys. Uh, if you're looking for that one-night stand type of thing, then maybe you have to, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where guys go to get that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> but it just sucks that that kind of stuff hurts guys like me, you know, where you want something more than that. So, yeah. Yeah. I think so, uh, there's there's apps for just hooking up, and there's apps for... Yeah. You know what sucks, though, is some of those apps that are more, I don't know, maybe it's hit and miss, they, they require payment. Like, you got to pay. Like, oh, you want to see who liked you, or oh, you want to see who you need to pay this premium subscription. And I've never paid for an app. So most of the time, you know, I miss out on, you know, who might like me or who might uh, want to meet me or something. Uh, and I end up actually putting on my profile, like, hey, here's my Instagram, and here's my, my Facebook, uh, and see if people, and I think I've had, like, one or two message me, um, but it went nowhere. Uh, but that's, that's the one thing I like about that Stir Dating app is if you like them and they like you, then they automatically connect it to you, like, hey, you've been matched. You can now start talking to each other. And so that's what's really cool. And then you can start asking them questions. Uh, so I think for a person that is single and has kids, the best dating app is STIR. S-T-I-R. And uh, it's, I mean, there's, there's good and there's bad, depending on, you know, the person you're talking to. But you definitely have a chance of meeting somebody. Yeah. Do you think it... If people were their authentic selves and things like that, that it'd be easier to meet people just out and about? You know, yes and no. I think uh, guys have hurt that because I remember going up to a girl and trying to say hi and automatically they think, oh, you're only approaching me because I'm pretty. So that must mean you want one thing. Because obviously you don't know who that person is. Like I was, uh, this was probably about, I don't know, three or four months ago. And I was at my parents' house in Garden Grove. And I went to Walmart. And there was this lady that I had passed by while I was getting ready to park. And, and we, you know, we got eye contact. She was walking. And we made eye contact. And like, we both turned our heads and looked at each other. And then I parked, I didn't think much of it. And then we were in the store, and we made eye contact again. And I was like, wow, she's really pretty. You know, I would love to get her number. 
and I'm not one to like go up to somebody and be like, hey, can I get your number? So I was super nervous. Um, but she was gone, and that was the end of it until I went to my car, and I'm getting ready to drive away, and she's walking to her car. Now I've passed her three times, and we made eye contact all three times, so I stopped and I laid my window down, and I told her. And while I'm doing this, I'm thinking, oh, she probably thinks I just want one thing. So this is the most stupidest, like, you know, it's, it's, I don't know her. You know, hey, can I have your number uh, type of thing? So I actually did ask her. I, uh, what did I say? I told her, I said, I got to tell you, you're very pretty. And she said, thank you. And I said, um, do you mind if I give you my number? And she's like, oh, I don't take, I don't take anybody's number. She's like, well, I can do social media. And, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And so I gave her my Instagram, and uh, I added her on Instagram. And I come to find out that she's lesbian. And I'm like, well, that goes nowhere. So, <laughs> but I think that's, the, that's one of the hardest things is to approach somebody. I mean, unless you're going to a bar and you're seeing the person, you know, every once in a while that they're there or you're going to a restaurant or you're going somewhere and you, you've been seeing that person, you know, working that job or in that same spot for the last month or so, then I think it's cool to approach him and be like, hey, you know, I just want to let you know, I noticed you're working here. You could probably strike up a conversation. But to do it the way I did it and to see them for the first time in a parking lot and try to get their number, I mean, it's super bad. It only means one thing, I think. <laughs> no. I think, <clears throat> I mean, it's hard because, I mean, I watched The Birds the other day. Where the chick just walks into this random guy's house that she's never even the met. The Alfred, the Alfred Hitchcock movie? Yes. Wow. You know, she just, she drives all the way up the coast to where he's staying. Yeah. For and walk, like, takes a boat across the lake to go walk into his house and leave birds on his living room, you know? It's insane to me. That's how things used to be, though. Yeah. Yeah. And. Although that was a movie, but you were a little bit more like you had to make that instant conversation if you connected with someone, if you saw interest, you had to because you might never see them again. It, they right. didn't think the world was as small as it is. But nowadays, like when I was single, I went out to bars and it, it you have the younger crowd of like, well, this used to be my favorite bar. Let's go hit it up. And then now you have the younger crowd that's filtered in and. You can't even get a number anymore. It's, oh, yeah. your Instagram. And it's like, what? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to look at your photos and figure you out. I want to yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> and my Instagram, I don't have anything on there. I just use it to watch those funny reels and stuff. So when people <laughs> want my Instagram, it's like, sure, but I've got nothing on there. You know? Yeah. And they're like, what are you hiding? Nothing. <laughs> social media what's going on yeah yeah exactly that's no, the older generation i guess it's hard i i wonder how dating's been even like after covid and stuff that how you can comfortably walk up to someone and be within their six feet things like that so it's gotta yeah. be yeah that's true too will probably be a little bit better but will it be as comfortable as being able to just conversate and get a phone number or is it always going to be 
very standoffish. Uh, they're only looking for something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's the hardest thing, I think, is to determine uh, whether somebody just wants one thing or they want to become friends. And I think you can figure that out uh, after the first week of talking to somebody because you'll, you'll notice their conversation will either always lead to one thing or, you know, they'll have a conversation and it'll be uh, spontaneous of something or it'll be an interest of something or how was your day? So you can kind of judge that based on the conversation after, I think at least after a week. Yeah. <clears throat> Very cool. Well, let's wrap this up. It was lovely chatting with you. Martin. Yeah, if you ever, ever want to do part two, uh, then we should do it. And you're like still it. on the dating route. Go, go out there. Get some more experiences. For sure. I'm sure I'll have more stories next time. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. For sure. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to listening to it. Awesome. Alrighty. Well, I hope you enjoyed episode two of Lily and the Lost Boys. Please stay tuned. I don't have a set schedule of when I will be posting new shows. Uh, currently, it's been kind of all over the place with trying to find you guys guests that have some thrilling stories, and then also just scheduling time for me to meet up with them, and the afterwards of editing to get you guys a solid show. So, hopefully I can start getting it where we have more of a set date, but in the meantime, if you follow our Instagram, I'll keep updating when new shows are going to be posting. And as always, if you have a story, please share it. Email us. Um, I'd love to start reading your guys' stories on our love letter special. And if you think you'd be a great guest, you got a couple, two, three good stories we can talk through. Good, bad, crazy, scary, or the great adventures that you've been on from dating please reach out we'd love to have you as a guest on the show i will link everything in the show notes as well as a little bit on the app that was discussed today in case you are a single ready to mingle parent and again thank you for listening really appreciate you guys and take care 